Hey, this is Michael Rosso. This is the Film Photography Podcast, show number 103, May 15th, 2014. I have three excited lads in the studio right now. <laughs> hey, I'm here and too. And Dane, Mark, and John. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they are, re- we're all pumped up about shooting films. This is going to be an awesome, awesome show. And to- <gasps> tomorrow, on the 16th, we hit the rickety road. All of us hop into like some some shabby van, like a Ooh. mystery machine. That's right. <laughs> With that little teardrop window in the back, yeah. you know. And we all hop in a van, and we're driving to Finlay, Ohio, That's for the right. FDP Midwest. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I thought we were going to California. No, we'll be on the road on our way to Finlay, Ohio, for all those folks listening. It's the hometown of Leslie and Matt. That's right. And Lauren and yeah. Schnoodle. What's his name? Schnoodle. Schnoodle. Sorry, Schnoodle. <laughs> For those folks listening, who you you it's a, it's the fifteenth. You're, you're packing your bags. You're in the car, probably listening to this this broadcast. You're like, oh man, I'm going to the FPP meetup. And those guys are in their van right now. How awesome! It's just don't run us awesome. off the road, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> green machine. If you see four guys standing by the side of the road taking photos, it's probably us. Yeah. What kind of van did you rent, Mark? Oh, first of all, who's here? Me. I'm Mike Rosso. Wait, just wait. Yes. Just a little cut point there. Yes. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> just spikes of easy to see. Uh, my name is Michael Rosso. In the studio, we have uh, Dane Johnson. How you doing? Mark Dalzell. Hey. And Mr. John Fidelli. Yeah. And this is going to be a great show. We have so much stuff lined up, so much exciting stuff. We're going to take a break, but before we take a break, uh-huh. I sprung it on John. He was very excited. Yeah. These guys haven't even noticed. Yeah. It's like sitting right in front of them. Yep. Is this a little baggie in front of you guys? I do Ooh, see that, yeah. yes. Is this the the, the oh. stuff you were talking about? Sprocket hole film. Awesome. Oh. So it's it's 35mm film pre-rolled on a 120 spool oh. with backing paper. Oh. On a 120. Is this a new new product in the store? Oh, this is it's brilliant. Going to, awesome. It's not, this is not yet in oh. the store, but I'm whipping up a, a limited batch for folks. So oh, we're going to test it out. It's just too cool. With vintage paper, even. So it makes yes. it so easy to shoot sprockets <laughs> oh, in your 120 camera. Well, boom. I'm going to yeah. load this baby up. So folks who are listening, you know, to shoot sprocket hole photography, that means you shoot Sweet. Uh, on 35 millimeter film and you get the, what do you, how would you say? You shoot, Spro- you shoot the you whole sh- thing. What would you? What is it exactly? <laughs> you expose for the whole film plane, including the, including sprockets. the sprockets. That's right. So the My whole favorite. thing is exposed. The whole shebangy. The whole I think sh- is the technical term, shebangy. Yeah. The whole shebangy. So in the past, in order to do that, you would have to put a 35 millimeter cartridge in your camera, then drag it across. And rig it up with yeah. some kind of, like, you know, cotton balls. Cotton yep. balls or those uh, expensive little stubs that we yeah. had to buy off the web. Yeah. And then, yep. of course, you'd have to estimate... Crank. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to roll it back into it in a dark room. Yeah. So I oh, thought, how, how does that work with the thirty-five and the crank? It's going to be the same. Well, yeah. Well, it's well, on a one-twenty back. Oh, paper. so it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be weird. It's going to be an interesting exposure. It'll be faux panoramic. It'll be longer than a regular yeah. thirty-five. Yeah. That's right. No, it'll be exactly the same as any sprocket hole. Well, it'll just be in a one-twenty. Yeah, but it's masked yeah, but off as one-twenty on the inside. It's not masked off. So it's going to be. What What are the specs of a thirty-five frame? 40 millimeters. Oh, when you're shooting whatever camera you're shooting with, you need to, in your mind, mask off the top and the bottom. So, mm. yeah, I mean, you could uh, you could mask it off in your mind in reality with you know on your viewfinder if right. you wanted or something. Or not in reality, you could or do it just, in your sleep. Uh, you know, shoot so from the hip. One day I That's had right. so I was I rolling some uh, uh, Kodak Double X, it's 200 ASA black and white film, and I just had some ex- you know extra, some extra left in the can. And yeah. inspiration hit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, this would be a good test to put it in 120 paper, mm-hmm. roll it up so someone could shoot 
quote unquote sprocket hole photography in a convenient 120 package. That's great. Backing papers there, so no guessing of where your next exposure is. And it's just for fun. Yep. And there, this is uh, for fun. This is timely too because there was just recently on the Flickr group there was a thread about high definition sprocket hole photography, and someone was talking about what what's a good good camera to put this in, and how do you roll it, and what do you do, and this and that. So this oh, solves your problem. You can stick this wow. right into a well, any one twenty camera. Have to interject. Yeah, a MMU six point five or whatever. <laughs> they just brought out. The, I don't trust that the tripod. cutest set of tripod legs <laughs> for his monstrous. R- R- Looks like a cartoon. It doesn't look. Get that picture there, because I got I got to shoot it like a quarter. Is that a oh. stack of listener letters? Yes, it is. Holy hey, so listen, great sprocket hole photography. So cool. Yes, thank you, Mike. You're welcome. If anyone has any questions, Satisfying. like what's sprocket hole photography? Just podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. We'll Boing. Take, yeah, <laughs> take a quick break. We'll be right back. the superior color of new Kodak Gold 400 film. Just open a box. It has the richest, most vivid color available in a high-speed film. New Kodak Gold 400. Fast film. True colors. Hey, we're back. You know, let's get right into... You know, before we get started, can you just hand me that Poland spray? Oh, sure, sure, Mike. Thank you. Quick, while he's not here, let's get started. <laughs> let's get into a letter. This is from our old pal, Bill Millen. Bill oh, is a longtime listener. He's from Scotland. Oh. And he uh, has sent us packages, treats like uh, British candies. Yeah. Here's oh. up, Bill. Yeah, speaking of which. Bill, no, can, no You're going to make me butcher uh, the uh, Scottish accent. We always do. It's no always a good one. Shoe. Do German. What the hell? Still loving the show? <laughs> I was worried a while back when the show first went fortnightly. I know. Thinking oh, that come on. Run- I know nothing. You're right. <laughs> uh, I can't even get in the. Let me see. Oh, just do it. Just do it enthusiastically. Oh, still loving the show. I was worried a while back when the show first went fortnightly, <laughs> thinking that I would run out of stuff to talk about. But I shouldn't have bothered. I'll stick to driving buses and shooting film and let you guys worry about the show. What show? <laughs> I really like the wrecking crew. That's you guys. Oh. I seem to stumble across the same cameras as they do at the same time. Great minds, eh? I don't Spanish. know what's going on. Yeah. It's Spanish and Canadian. Oh, yeah. Eh? <laughs> He's a Scottish pirate. Anyway, the reason for the email is that since <laughs> <laughs> The 2012 London meetup, I've been pretty busy. Not been on the Flickr as much. Same as a lot of regular Flickr guys who seem to have disappeared for a few months at a time. Painful. So I was <laughs> asked the driver's photo album. Why don't you just drop it? All right, All right, thank All right. God. Now, what do you think? God? You're the guy who put on the I accent. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I'm yeah, just talk regular. I'm, okay. In the inspector's office in Fort <laughs> William. 
which hasn't been updated in the last 10 years. It took quite a few months to get all these shots, as we are all based in different depots across the west coast of Scotland. Yeah, got that one right. Nailed it. <laughs> and don't always meet up often. And I've still not finished. This guy's so he's updating the the licenses for all the drivers. I think in yeah. all of Scotland. Thought that I'd let you know that I'm still shooting. Yay! That's right. Still listening. Yay! And still finding it motivating. Awesome. Even better. I really appreciate the time and effort going into the shoes. Thanks, Bill. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, we, Bill. We appreciate your, your letter and the we fact do. that you actually took the time to write to us to let us know. Absolutely. No, I really appreciate it. It's nice doing. to know that people that have been listening from the beginning, you know, are still out there, you know, listening. And shooting. <laughs> and they weren't like, oh, these jerks jumped the shark. We back on show 105. <laughs> show nine. <laughs> hey, this guy's not a DIYer, and I thought Mark would read this because, you know, maybe what? you could... Not a DIY. Not a DIYer. Yeah, not a do-it-yourself. Okay. Name, Bruce Lindemann. Hi, I read your review on the Minolta Hymatic E. Good stuff. I bought one that is in near mint condition but needs a little electrical TLC. I'm having a tough time finding a repair shop who is willing to work on it for less than the cost of one of my children. <laughs> I have kids, so I get it. Lucky it wasn't a Leica. I have, $25, yeah. <laughs> I have $25 invested in this camera. I don't want to spend $210 from KH to get it fixed. I also have a Konica Auto S2 that needs a little TLC as well. Same thing, minimal amount invested so far, but both are in great shape and worth saving. I'm just not a DIYer when it comes to this stuff. Suggestions? Does he, does he state what the problem is? or it's just a, No, it just says it needs a little electrical TLC. Yeah. Electrical? Yeah. Not fun. That's tough. I mean, yeah, if you're not a DIYer, my only suggestion would be bang it on a hard surface a few times really hard. And uh, you really mean that, right? That's that is. I have fixed a couple cameras by doing that for sure. That's usually my last resort when I get pissed off and I'm kind of fifty-fifty. I don't care if it breaks any further. You learn or if it fixes it, and that fixes it. Just send it to Mark Dalzell. Yeah, I would like to say just send it to me, but yeah, I have like three hundred cameras of my own to fix. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, you know, with cameras like that, no, you know, no offense to the Minolta Hymatic E. Um, they're just not worth fixing. You know, if the, electronics start fizzling. Yeah, for the amount of time that you put into it, you're better off another spending one. another 25 bucks and just getting another one and put the broken one back up on eBay. You might be able to get 10 or 15 out of it right. you know, as, a, as an as-is. But um, on the Comic S2, I, you know, I've got one of those two in the same thing. I actually just, e- I just answered an email on Flickr today from somebody who's got a, a, a Practica LLC that the, that the winder is frozen on. And it was you know, sort of my same answer where... You know, without having it in front of me, I can't make any suggestions. And, you know, that one's slightly more valuable, but still, you're probably better off at the end of the day just spending another 30 or 40 bucks and jumping on the eBay. And, you know, sorry. Thank you, Mark. This letter's from Elizabeth. Elizabeth! Oh, Elizabeth, <laughs> I'm coming! Elizabeth! It says, How to pronounce your name. Look at what it says. How to pronounce your name. So, where is it? You didn't have any smaller fonts? Uh, just like I said, Elizabeth! <laughs> it is. Elizabeth! When you fill out a form, it says, how to, you type in how to pronounce your name, and then you fill that in. She's awesome. She says, Love her already. I just got a Polaroid 250 and can't seem to get a straight answer on what type of films it, take. it takes. I guess she's getting all different. Because, you know, if you're new to Polaroid instant photography, mm. I guess you'd be like, oh, my God, you know, there's so many. There's a possible project film. There's this, there's mm. that. It's easy to get confused. Yeah. Guess. So, very simply, Elizabeth, <laughs> FP100C. That's it. 
Yeah. That's the only one that's it's currently on the market. Deal. Yeah, because yeah. the three grand is out, right? The three grand. <laughs> three grand is bye-bye. The maybe. 3000B, which was black and white, is no longer. Fujifilm FP100C. Yeah. FP100C. No, Don't please. Like the no, no. Hey, the three grand is gone, baby. You, you, you do them all. <laughs> okay. You do them all. You that's do. right, Frankie. It's gone. I mean, you can get 100 F, FP100B. That's long out of print, but you can get it on eBay. FP3000B. It just went out of print, so you can still get it on eBay. Okay. Or FP100C, best value. You can get it anywhere from eight fifty a pack to nine ninety nine a pack. What or is- you can, or you can buy anciently expired actual Polaroid mm. in like fifty different. Yeah, don't recommend numbers, it though. Yeah, that, you're, that's How really hit or miss. Hey, when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking. Uh, we're going to go around the table. We're talking to Dane about one of his cameras. We'll be, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, it's Mike here. I'm here in, in the FPP store with Matt, Lauren, and Leslie. Hey. hey. Here to talk about Kodak Film. I want everyone to go to the filmphotographystore.com. That's our store to pick up a roll of Kodak Film. Why, Matt? Hey, well, because we have some of the best prices on the web. Bar That's no. right. We have extremely fast shipping. Super fast. Yes. Speed of light. <laughs> I think people are very happy because our FPP, our very technological, in-computer shipper, works directly with the U.S. Postal Service. So the shipping price is the actual weight of the product. When people buy a roll of film, they're like, 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 great, it's a $2 roll of film, but yeah, now it's $15 after shipping. (laughs) Everything in the store is in stock. We now have the best prices on the web. For Kodak Ektar, Kodak Portra 160, Portra 400, T-Max, Tri-X. Forget about the superstores online. Superstores. You can get beautiful, fresh. Is that fresh? Kodak Film directly from FilmPhotographyProject.com. Click the store button. Lightning fast. So fresh it should be slapped. Exactly. I was going to say so fresh that it will give a strudel mouth. Fresh mouth. <laughs> What's so great about buying from the film photography store? I will tell you. It supports this show. What show? The Film Photography Project. That's right. We are passing along the best price to you. Filmphotographystore.com Kodak Film. Thank you very much. Thank you, Hey, we're back. Hey, Dane. Let's talk about, uh, you know, this Kodak, Kodak yes. Signet 40 seems pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. That was... Uh, Some very so, yeah, it's Bakelite, metal, no plastic on it. It's got a good feel. The reason I went for it... Uh, it's like aluminum. ...was uh, I had a, the old 35, Signet 35, which I've even... This made. is a 35? That's a 40. That's the Signet 40. But so what kind of film does it take? About five years later. It's 35. 35, yeah. okay. But the, the one that was out before that was the Signet 35 in mid-50s, I guess, and uh, late 50s. And it was the hit. And it was it's great. I have one of those, but it's in rough condition. You know, on these range finders, you know, they, they can get a little pale over after a while. So Range finder is the camera. You look through the eyepiece... And you have to line up two right two so, cubes. Yeah. So for for this one, it has the uh, it's, it, this one has uh, triangles, which is interesting. Okay. So one's got the triangle within one. I forgot about this. It's, triangles. Yeah, yeah. Have a look. It's still very faint. You got to have some light to catch an edge, you know, and then oh. line it up right on the right by down. If you go down, there's a little tab sticking this out. Yeah, focus. that's your focus. Yeah. You yeah. Have one, you have one of these too, Mark. I used to actually. I gave it away as a gift, but uh, I used to have one. Why do you shoot this? Why? What, why, what is it? But you get the pictures back, and they're still, when you're, if you're browsing Flickr or something, there's something about them that's right. just glowing and, like, it's just sharp. 
character, you know, it just has a look to it. And yeah, I guess yeah. it's the glass or me and Mark and John were out in uh, L.A. La. Orange County, I guess more. But uh, we, uh, he, Mark knows a camera store out there. So. I love that store. Yeah, it's yeah, a good store. It was a good store. So we went in and did some browsing and found some stuff. And, hey, uh, we're browsers. This thing was... <laughs> This thing's brand new. It's it's clean, perfectly clean. Everything's working great. You can actually see right see with the rangefinder to line things up. So I'm, I just finished a roll off on it. So I'm actually anxious to get it to see how this one. Hopefully, it comes out as good as the other one because it's the same lens. And the interesting part about the actual glass on these is it's what, got what, something. What year? This is like fifty six to fifty nine. Okay. Yeah, it's older than you'd think, right? <clears throat> yeah. So uh, it's the cool part is it's got something called the luminized. luminized. Ectanon, you know, lens. Kodak Ectanon luminized. And so what it has is it actually is that... It's like I don't believe him. I'm actually looking at the Yeah, camera. look at it. No, it's it actually... Doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not it's actually it the... Uh, Ectanon lens. Yeah. 46 millimeters, F3.5. Yeah. And it actually contain, contains thorium oxide in the, in the glass. So it's an actual radioactive glass. You can taste it. Yeah. That's, so it's like you... Oh, I, sure, I assume you I use it a lot. You will, you know, keep in your pocket and... You know, and you, you'll, you'll be a little illuminized later yeah. in the dark. Hey, your yeah, pocket doing, honey? Is there, any da- is there any danger to this? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm sure it's so. Who, hey, Mark, you got that Geiger I, I counter? I wouldn't do shots out of it. That's what I said. We should, we should test it. Mark's got oh, a Geiger counter. Would it, and yeah. would it pick up anything? Probably not any more than Geiger a Geiger counter. Great camera. I, um, it's so clean, and everything tests out great with the... Uh, we even put it through Mark's shutter, oh, yeah. shutter tester that he's... You can probably oh, yeah, go yeah, check it out uh, that he's created, and it and everything's clean. It's and so I'm psyched to, and it was where, a good deal. Where'd you get it? What was the place called? In, uh, uh, it's it's Panama it's, Beach or something. Where is it? It's a really tough name to remember. This the place is called Used Camera Store. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have never thought of that. It's got the best name. Did you guys get a picture of the outside of that store? I didn't. No, I got pictures. Uh, the the place right next door is a place that sells. Water, I like water? crazy oh, yeah. fancy water, super yeah. fancy water. So I got a picture of that place, like electrocuted, uh, electrolyte, like beyond lighted. distilled, yeah. crazy yeah. stuff. But he's a great store, and the guy will do some. He'll bundle. That's the thing. We went in, and I'm like, eh, too yeah. much, eh, too much. Threw it and he goes, the okay, what? Tell me, what? What do you want? I'm like, I give you, you know. For a bunch of stuff, I'll give I'll give fifty bucks, and he's like, "Sure, done." Okay, Mark, what do you got? You know, know. he's like, about, we, we got to look to the other guy and go, "Can yeah. we do fifty on it?" We got a ton yeah. of expired like, film. Oh, we got, he's got yeah. Rubbermaid tubs of like broken cameras. I bought yeah, a bunch yeah, of those. Right. Spent like a good twenty thirty minutes going through those tubs. He's got so. a uh, he's got a Voltron one ten camera on the shelf. If anybody wants a Voltron one ten, yes, I think Matt Mirage has one. Yeah, yeah. Well, there That's, you go. Since we're talking about rangefinders, these are the cameras that have the cube and the eyepiece. Eye Sometimes the triangle. Or triangle. In case of, of Dane's camera, triangle, and you yeah. have to line them up to focus. Let's let's shift. Right to circle. I was going to say let's shift over to oh John. There's lots of shapes. Well, the only other thing I was going to say is uh, I, there was a hint. I forget his name. Oh, was it uh, a guy that contacted me after the we mentioned this in one of the other shows, the 35 and in the earlier shows? Rip Taylor. Yeah, I think it was Rip Taylor, and his uh, his trick was to uh, the Rip if, Taylor. If, if you're um, Rangefinder, you know, if that triangle is just not bright enough, and mm-hmm. you know, because the things get gummy on the inside yeah. and the reflection, you just lose the the contrast. He he had a, you can cover the good eyepiece, the straight one, not the one that's making the triangle right. or the square. Ooh. The straight eye, the really? straight viewport. You cover with, one window. No, with uh, with a, like a shaded piece of gel, a gel, like a gel red or a gel orange. Even cut up a 
whatever. And then what it'll do is it'll darken the main one just enough to where the other one will pop out a little more, and you can actually try it. And it worked with my finger, but I'm keeping my finger far away. Have you and tried that? Have you, tri- have you tried that? Holy uh, yeah, shit. it actually brings the. It'll make it easier to see in darker. You hear that, folks? Yeah. You, all you folks who have you, these range finders. Holy smokes! It works. Look at that. There you go. So you just need like a little ND on there. Yeah, that's it. Or just put my finger like two inches away from it. Dane, do you like shooting with range finders? Oh yeah, you I do actually. Well, you I like. It or do you I like range finders. I mean, I don't. Do you prefer it's it nice a to have. Mechanism? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's for because I prefer some of the smaller cameras, and I and if you can keep it tight, if, yeah. I mean, if it's not going to be a newer one that's going to be autofocus or something, but the older ones with range finders, if I can get it, that's preferable. I mean, then there's if it's meters. a good visible viewfinder, range finder. Yeah. some of them are so. Well, but the nice yeah, thing is they all still it. have the uh, what do you call it? Zone. You can still use zone focus. So you can always use that. And and even if your range finder goes, so don't give up on a camera that's got a lot of character just so it's zone now focus. what john how did you get into range yeah, finder <coughs> photography well i did i didn't have any range finders until a while ago a year or two at least when dane was buying a lot of russian cameras mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And i'm like you know what i want a russian camera damn right you do and i want a range finder because i never had one and i you know because my eyes are so wacky i have a real hard time focusing with the regular uh-huh. system so when i got this camera what is that I, it's a fed three okay um, very rare. There was only four hundred thousand made of this model. Did you get that? In, did, you, did you get that in California? Directly from Russia on oh. eBay. Oh, you know what I right? think it They're was a little bit more money than I wanted to pay for them. We saw. Remember, we saw on eBay they were selling. There was a guy in Bulgaria or something yeah. selling hand painted ones. Yeah, that that's yeah, that what guy. like. Yeah, right. we were, we that's were right. All going over yeah, that's what got us hooked it. on it. I wanted to get one, and I trolled it for a while. And the prices are pretty consistent. They never really go lower, and they they're all buy now auctions. They don't have any. Bid, bidding auctions so i bought this one and I'm, I'm very happy with it i like the rangefinder focusing system way better than the normal you system. do i just feel more confident when i'm focusing oh. that i know mm-hmm. that i'm getting the area of focus yeah. that i want but the crazy thing about this camera is when i first got it i made the same mistake a lot of people do because i went that? on the Flickr forum yes people are trying you try to set the uh, shutter speed mm. the, the camera has to be cocked yep Oh, yep. Big, is that the way it thing. is with yep. most Russian the the cameras? Fe- that's the way the Fed, my Fed 5 yeah. BV, whatever that is. Because I'm like, why won't it go to no. 250 of a second? Snap it. I think that's yeah, the way the old... I'm like, I'm like, there's got to be something wrong. And then, you know, of course, I looked online. you Googled it? I Googled Fed 3, and yeah. I looked at the manual, and it didn't really explain it. The Google. Because it was mostly in Russian. It was a very poor translation. Right. Then I saw there was a Flickr forum about it, and I was like, yeah. oh, let me go to my friends on Flickr. My Flicka. friends flicker. Right. I don't know what the what and the, that's what it's like. Don't try yeah. to shut Big the, old set the red shutter writing. speed without cocking the camera yeah. first. Well, you yeah. can break it. Yeah, you can. Oh. But they're it's, tough, it's pretty luckily. hard because I was in there a little bit. I'm like, obviously, uh-huh. it's not meant to go this way, so I'm not going to touch it. That's my favorite part about the Russian feds like that is just the big the every gear you can yeah. feel everything's tight and when you and it's, crank and it's, it, it's, it's just, nice. Yeah, it's real it's, nice. It's ergonomically nice, and I think the shutter is very satisfying. How's your uh, your focus turn? Is it hard to turn? Nope. Wow, mine is lucky. Someone wants to clean that. Yeah, no. Well, you know, I emailed the guy and I said, you know, one, how is the, you know, the the lens, and two, how is the rangefinder? You know, because if they're muddy. They're useless. Well, we've talked about it. Yeah, I think in another <coughs> in the past show where the uh, the, fo- the focus gums up whatever the grease they used, whatever yeah. it was back oh, then. Yeah. You can use uh, it turns what is into it? wax. You can it turns the... into like shellac. Yeah. Really? So it, mine won't turn. Oh. Sometimes I'll t- have to turn it so hard it unscrews the lens. It's like that kind of thing. <laughs> I got to keep it doused in uh, alcohol. In the well, 99. that was my question yeah. for you. Yeah. The, the lens 
or screw mount. Yeah, it's a there's uh, no release button here. Yeah, you just pull it. You first time you do it, it's you got to be like, are you sure? Are you yeah. sure? But then you keep cranking. It's uh, <laughs> first time you do a lot of things. Yeah, that's right. It's, <laughs> it's gonna happen. But the, the, uh, but yeah, that is a tip. If you're if yeah. you get one of these that's stiff, um, naphtha won't fix it. No. What uh, is naphtha? Naphtha is what you normally use to clean cameras and like clean out old gunk. But um, on the the grease on the, on these old for some of these old forties uh, cameras, like I have a bunch of, like mm. my packs and my like all kinds of weird stuff. Naphtha won't touch it. It's actually ni- yeah. you get some ninety nine percent alcohol really and uh, and soak that in there and that'll melt it away. And soak. but it will come back if it's a, mine's bad. So what happens is I'll get about <clears throat> halfway through a roll. And then it wants the alcohol, uh, and all of a sudden it starts to gum up again, yeah, and I got to just, you know. <clears throat> my packs, we talked about it like two years ago on the show, yeah. but my packs was completely seized. I took the lens off, mm-hmm. and I submerged it in alcohol, 99% alcohol, for like two or three weeks. How about wow. that? And every couple of days, I would pull it out of the alcohol, twist it, put it back in. How about pull it that? Out. And after three weeks, it completely, finally, all the old grease finally melted out oh, of it, really? and now it's perfect. <clears throat> what year is that Fed 3 camera, John? This is the second version. Okay. So it came out, I'm not exactly sure, wait, I think it was 67 or 66. Now, folks out there listening, this is a Russian camera. You know, you don't really think too much of it. 60, oh, it was released in 1967 yeah, only. You don't really think too much of these things version. these days, because you go on eBay and you just yeah. buy it. Yeah. But back in the 1950s and like 1960s and even 1970s, you wouldn't be caught dead. With a Russian camera. With a Russian camera shooting on the street. Yeah. The world, it's become yeah, a, you know, true. it's become <laughs> a really, you know, it's say? not that you wouldn't be caught dead doing it. You wouldn't even know about it because you wouldn't know about it. And why then, would you know about a Russian camera? It'd be like, right. I got my Nolte's, I got this well, in the you market. Get beat up if you were shooting, a right? Russian. For kids out there, what by old fifty-year-old uh, guys yeah, was, who are in the Cold War? Well, like, they weren't actually back then. It was the Cold War, and it was a whole different world out there. You know, you know, they would just cart you in and start questioning you. Oh, I see what you're saying. True. Right? I mean, there's probably not too much tolerance. He lived on Joe McCartney's Your neighbor block. would, if, if, let's say we went in a time machine and you were shooting like on a corner. It's like 1965. Like, Your neighbor would probably. Well, first of all, where would you, you be getting a Russian camera exactly. at that era? You'd have to. Well, you had a time machine. You'd have to. Oh, oh, I had a time machine. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Look <laughs> at you. And that's what you would do with it. Go back to your neighborhood. That would and be take your movie, John. Would do. You would Why take not? the camera to time machine just to take some pictures with the Russian camera, not Ooh. knowing you'd get arrested, separated from your time machine. Now you're in your own movie. Now there are awful lot of range finders out there. If you go on eBay and type in, you know, 35 millimeter range finder. You'll find ample. Well, then you gave me this cute little one. That's cute. What's it called? Olympus 35RC. Some people swear by that I camera. Like that. that is nice. It is cute. I'm going to give it a run. And you like the fact that the focus was nice and bright. Uh, yeah, this is really bright. This is way brighter than my um, oh, it's got no flash. fed. You put a flash on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want, Dan, you want to take a look through there? And it's got a hot shoe. Hot yeah, shoe. I do, actually. Yeah, this doesn't have a hot shoe. I, didn't, well, I had no idea that was a... Yeah, no, oh, this has got it. It's called oh, the Olympus there. RC. Nope. Oh, that's nice. No, it does. It reminds me of the, uh, the C-35, the Minolta C-35. So. Now, John, on the Olympus RC, Sorry. yeah, when you're not using it, you have to be in the off position to save the battery. Oh, off? Off. Where's the off position? Yeah, off. Oh, I see. Look at that. Or A. Now, John, let me ask you very quickly because you recently started shooting with the Olympus Trip 35, which is not yeah. a rangefinder. Oh, yeah. Now, how has your trip experience been? I love it because I love the Holga in the Debonair with the mm-hmm. zone focusing. Yep. yep. So you got your zone focus there. 
blokes. And One bloke, two bloke, three bloke mountains. And you get, you know, a little bit of Manuel usage with the uh, the shutter, or you can put it in auto and use it fully auto. Have you seen any pictures? No, I still have got... Um, any of these rolls on the floor over here? You know what? Yeah, I think there's one roll in there that I shot in there, and I've got another roll in there now. So you just do, do make a little... For folks out there listening, you, like John just handed me five rolls of film. Some mm-hmm. of them I'm going to develop here. Some I'm going to send to the dark room. Mm-hmm. Do you scribble down? No. Like, oh. Oh, so you know this, you know. I know. You just know when so you many look different, at it. Oh, so many different types of film stocks. Yes. From you. Thank, thank you. Yes. That I kind of know. I'm like, I'll look at the film stock on the uh, negative and go, oh, yeah, I shot that in the Olympus trip. You I don't just, have that many cameras. So. You'll just remember. Uh, I remember yeah. Yeah. See, me, it's, I always, I'm really bad at marking the film yeah. stock, but I keep up with the cameras. Because I remember yeah. when I got my first roll back from the Fed 3. Right. Because I was like looking at it and I'm like, oh, man, what is this? This is Portrait 400. Oh, no, I should, yeah, it's too generic. And then I started looking at the images, and I remember what I shot with the camera. I'm like, oh, this is the Fed 3. It's based upon and the where came you out shot beautiful. it. Like where you shot it. Yeah, I shot uh, a whole roll in my backyard with the kids. And I was, um, I loved it. The focus on this is so yeah, spot Yeah, some on. of the sharpest pictures that really, I've ever really taken sweet. Was, was with, with the Fed Mark, really how do you sweet. keep track of your film and what, like, know what camera you shot with? Uh, if I've got a Sharpie on me, I'll, I'll scribble it on the canister, but it's... Uh, since I develop most of my own film now, it's a lot easier because usually within... No stockpile. Yeah, within a day of shooting it, it's You don't have developed. the Johnson stockpile. Except, oh, yeah, Dane's got a ridiculous fridge. Yeah, it's crazy. He has more exposed film in his fridge than unexposed. <laughs> it's now, true, actually. And yeah, it's not, that's not a joke. Now, I noticed this tablet you have. Is that a Windows 8 tablet? No. He wishes. Is it a Google, like Google platform? What is Mini it? Pad? You're just throwing out words, right? <laughs> is that a is, is, that, an, the, is uh, that the new Google Maxi well, Pad? What's, I, <laughs> what's that? The, uh, Dane was kind enough. He brought in something called. Now he's off v- the tablet. Oh, now he's, he's on something else. Vunda, Vundabar. He's drunk. Pilsner. I'm taking two sips and I'm drunk. <laughs> it's it's a daytime Pilsner. You can't get drunk off that. It's just uh, a green it's alcohol like in a beer 2? bottle. Two point six near beer. Yeah, something like that. When we come back, well, wait. A anyway, minute. it's an Mark, it's, it's an Android <laughs> tablet. I, your Mike, how do you mark yours? Yeah, tell oh, us. You asked I, the question so that we could ask you. I uh, mark it with a Sharpie on the actual canister. Film. Canister. Before you load or when you take it also, out? Also, I also, with a piece of uh, artist tape, tape similar to that, I put a note on the outside of the camera. Because yep. the other day... Uh, I I'm jealous of it. your white tape you've got. I've got to get some of that. MrArt.com. Mr. Right. So, so when we come back, uh, Mark's going to be talking about a bunch of Nikons. Hey, I just want everyone out there to know that you could write to the Film Photography Podcast. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Right, John? Write? Write a letter. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. If you want to write a letter Mm. and send stuff... Yeah, you can. You can send it to Film Photography Podcast, P.O. Box 152, Butler, New Jersey. That's B-U-T-L-E-R-N-J 07405, USA. P.O. Box 152, Butler, New Jersey 07405. That's the same address if you want to donate camera, a film camera that works, or some film to the FPP. Yeah. So send it on in. Send your love, baby. Okay. It's oh, all about yeah. love. Hey, it's Mike here with John. The Dark Room 
is a lab on the West Coast. And these days, because, you know, you're, we're all shooting film, but, you know, the big question is, where do I bring my film to get processed? Because mm-hmm. so many local labs have been closing. And even our local CVS, Target stores, Walmarts. It's diminishing. The darkroom is an option, and they've really stepped up to develop all films. films. 110 film, 126 film, 35 millimeter film, 620 film, 120 film, 4x5 film, 8x10. Wow. One stop uh, shopping. Black and white, color print C41, color slide E6. E6? Uh, 122, 20, 35, 4x5, 8x10. The dark room. It's the They also do testing of awesome films like Lomo, X Pro, Red Scale, True Black and White, Crossbird, Redbird, oh, Nightbird, oh, hey. uh, Infrared Films. All of us here at the FPP highly recommend you go there. They'll take good care of you. The dark room. Dot com. <laughs> Tell them the FPP sent you. Yeah. Hey, we're back. Hey, you know, it just so happens that today I'm, sh- you know, whenever <clears throat> we are recording a show, I actually shoot, you know, just shoot around. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I happen to have a Nichromat. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about this really fast. I, don't, I know very little about this. The only thing I know about these cameras is that I love them, and I'm not an icon guy. You have a Nichromat as well, Mark? I have two or three of that, yeah, that model. I, I love They're, they're like, great, right? They, they just feel very German. They feel very, well, it's Japanese. Right. They feel very metallic, <laughs> and you know, you just feel the, the gears, and it just feels good. Yeah. Now, I'm shooting with this because uh, we are going tomorrow uh, to Finlay, Ohio. That's right. This is coming with us. This is going to be on the giveaway table. Oh. Now, the great thing about this camera... I mean, this is a great camera to begin with, but back in the day, in the late 1980s and early 1990s, when you would buy a photography magazine, you'd always see those ads in the back, and you'd always see these lenses that you always, you know, always wished you had, but you'd have to go to New York. To, like, you just couldn't get there because you can't take your bike, and, <laughs> and you don't have your money, but you would see these And that. And when I saw this lens... Uh, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, these those, those lenses. What do you got there, a map? Holy Christ. These are the lenses you used to see in the back of magazines, and you used to be so jealous because, you know, you can never get it. Sure, that's not a te- telescope? Is a this is No, no, no. This is a 400 millimeter lens. Oh, not even. Jeez. Oh this is a 400 millimeter lens for Nikon F5.6. Hmm. And here, why don't you take a picture of me? Hold for sports photography. With this? Yeah. Right? Look at the size of it. It's incredible. It's incredible, right? It's as big as your forearm. <laughs> It is. It is. goes this from is... your elbow to your hand joint. But do you guys recall seeing the ads? You'd see like a little black and white ad for these huge lenses. This lens. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> this lens. This is the guy right here, I'll tell you. <laughs> this lens. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I think it surpassed the weight limit. That 67 weighs about Let's 20 pounds. Let's get back to the lens. Okay, the lens. This lens is being given away in Finlay, Ohio. Wow. Our, uh, wow. That's a Nikon mount? This is a Nikon mount lens. Mm. Look at that. That's insane. Well, let's put it on a camera. If you need to beat off the uh, wood or something not, while you're in there. In Ohio, we'll do it. Oh, okay. Why, yeah. why not? Because are you scared? Put, are you scared? What am I going to shoot? You, you no, I just want to I see through it. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, 400 What's the? What, how fast is it? Five, six. <clears throat> And have you shot with it huh. yet? <laughs> Goes five six up to f twenty two. Five six is not terrible. It's, it's not. It's not a terrible. Because usually lens. they're they're eight. It's maximum. not a. It's four Nikon, but it's made, that long. It, it's made what? by Sigma. Who are you, John? It's called oh. Sigma Dash yeah. XQ Telephoto Multi Coated five point <clears throat> six four hundred millimeter. That's a mouthful of Manhattan. It is. That's why the lens is so big. They had to fit all those. Words I had a, on a it. Sigma That's lens uh, for my Minolta. Good yeah. story. 
<laughs> didn't didn't like it. Now you know. In compar- didn't like it. Now in comparison, I will I will confess. A few years ago, for Canon. Yeah, I bought one of those 500 millimeter mirror lenses. I've got one of those. They're really stubby. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. They're right. easy to yeah. use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever those. used it? They call that one the chode yeah. lens. I used it. You remember last year when you had the super moon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sh- I shot the super moon with my 500 and two doublers on my Minolta. Oh, can I ask you a question about the super moon? No. When I <laughs> when I, first... I posted a picture that yes. said this is a shot of the super moon, blah blah blah, and Mark's comment was obviously. <laughs> like, Smart. What the hell? <laughs> Like what a what a flicker bully. Well, I can tell that that moon is larger than usual, so obviously you can. It was, it was uh, shot with like a two hundred millimeter lens. When oh, I got so caustic. When I got my five hundred millimeter mirror lens yeah. for Canon, you know, from a Canon FD, Canon AE1. Yeah, I went in the backyard okay. with my tripod. I was shooting squirrels. Maybe we'll make it. A <laughs> that was that was your only subject matter. I mean, who are you going to shoot? What are you going to shoot? So this is going to be on the road with us in the car. This is going to be like a lot of Nikon. This show for those folks listening. Yeah. Nikon heavy. Yeah. And heavy heavy. Nikons. Let's go over to Mark, who's with his Nikons. Hi, Mark. Hey, guys. How's it going? All right. How are you? Mark here. I've got um, two of my newest acquisitions, which I just got um, a week or two ago. For for regular listeners, you recall Mark got a Nikromat in the mail, and then you had to get it. No, that was was an F, a Nikon F. F. Yeah, it was his. I don't think we ever got... Did we ever say the second half of the story? Yes, we did. Okay. So what do you got today? So today, so Karma has smiled upon me for having to give back my Nikon F to the rightful owner. Uh, I, got a, I got a Nikon F2 and an F3, um, specifically the F2AS and the F3HP, which is the very, uh, very highly liked and desired Why is it so bulky on top? Yeah, look at that big thing on top. I know, right? Yeah, this is the big chunky... Um, actually, this doesn't have film in it, so we can take it all apart, but... Um, this is the uh, the, the uh, AS meter. This was, if I recall correctly, um, this was their first TTL metered camera that they made. What's the, that called? The camera? No, yeah, it was the camera. The F two. F two. Okay. So this this directly came after the F. You know the Fs. Right. All the various Fs. This came out mm-hmm. in uh, they made the seventy one to eighty or so. Okay. And it came in a couple different variations. You could get. I forget how you pop the top off of this one, but that's um, the meter. So that big chunky. Yes. So this, so this is the, the AS meter itself. So what they did was they made this a modular system. They, they put the body into production, which is mechanically 100%. And then over the years of production, they kept upgrading the meter. And you could get all different, you know, you could get, I don't know, a dozen different colors. Nice. Um, you could change your focusing <laughs> screen on the inside. They made a okay. dozen different focusing screens if you wanted the split prism or grid oh, cool. or whatever. So for blind guys like John. Huh? Who said that? Uh, <laughs> who's here? Um, so anyway, so this is the F2. Fully, this was fully mechanical. Uh, it does take a battery in the bottom, but that only runs the meter. But otherwise, no battery required for operation. And it has back. the guts are very similar to the Nikon Matter or, or the F. So it has that, you know, very solid, you know, nice metallic. It does sound nice. Shutter to it, and it's got the same button on it as my S2 rangefinder, so it kind of feels feels familiar. It's a, it's an awkward looking no. camera, I have to say. It's because it's not. Symmetrical. No, it's you know, not. Like, it does look a little lumpy, but I like that it kind of looks like a... Lumpy. Kind lumpy. Of it a, does. Lumpy is the perfect word. Right. But in a good way. Like a chunky, like form follows function kind of way. How how uh, recently did you acquire that? Two or three weeks. Okay. Um, I got these. I got a double Everyone, stop. No, that's not Let's bad. Back up. Wait, stop. <laughs> that, you're right. Okay, we're, take, we're now taking a brief, brief pause from our Mark with Nikon. Yeah. And... and 
were amazed at Dane's RB67 Mamiya. It's a 120 film camera. And you have some like wedding guys flash attached to it. Yeah, yes, like That's, a big which is Mark's it's a flash. Mets, flash. What is it? Forty-five. Met, they're Mets, awesome. They are Mets, Mets forty-five CT. Five. Once you start shooting with those, you like, man, I need that. Wow. But the flash is so big, it has to be on a bracket. So you have to mount the camera onto the bracket. Wait, I just saw there's a handle on the that bracket flash. is built in. Oh, yeah. that's you're supposed to hold it by the flash. Yeah, that's why I said move the body closer oh, to the flash. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. I got another hand involved. Now, couldn't you like mount a droid underneath it so it kind of floats in the air? Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool, man. Yeah, they make those, yeah. right? A drone? A drone. One of, one of those a selfie drones. <laughs> Float a droid. Selfie drones. You're oh, going to bring was. this beast to Finlay? Yeah. Yeah. That's Definitely. incredible. Why not? I figure, you know, I, all I, I've been shooting so... I got I so much some. 120 in the fridge God, that I just got to start shooting boy. 120. And you're going to be... Can you shoot 220? Yeah, can. Different back or no? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, different back. I'd have yeah. to have different back. It's, I, I got a 220, 220 back. Do you have a 220 back for this? No, I don't. So I traded Mark my 220 for 120 rolls. He's got a 220 back <clears> on his... You have the same camera? No, mark? on his no, 645. No, I have cameras that take 220, though. And what kind of film do you think you can run through it? Like I'm going to do all kinds of stuff. Did I you got put the T-Max. I got, I'm shooting the new Portra 400. Which right. Yeah. I had great, Beautiful. Great, yeah, it's great stuff. Beautiful. I'm going to shoot some, some sprocket hole uh, yeah. custom job FPP, FPP stuff. FPP stuff, mm. great. And, uh, and have you shot with that camera before? Yeah, oh, man. The, the, <laughs> it's... it's it just blows you away. Sweet. When you get the pictures back, you're just like, it just blows you away. Okay. Right, sorry. Thank you. N- now back to our regularly scheduled program, Mark and his Nikons. Yeah. So what were you saying, Mark? I was saying... Uh, <laughs> Nikon F2. Oh, that's fantastic. Excellent right. camera. It's a great camera. All right. We're back. It's bulky. <clears throat> no, it's lumpy. It's, bulky. it's asymmetrical. Lumpy, but it's good. It's chunky. It's awesome. It's got it all. It's a... It's a yeah. It's a, it's a... Like I said, it's a pretty desirable vintage slr the last of the fully mechanical no battery required post-apocalyptic you're fine to shoot right this came in the same package yes this all this junk came in the same package. okay all this junk junk. yeah um and then so yeah so this other one the next one we got here is the f3hp which a lot of people at at home right now are going oh yeah the f3h3 this this was the so this was the next camera of the f2 the f2 was so good that the um the f2 was in production until 1980. So then F3. Yes. Uh, this was their first camera that actually has uh, like a quartz timed electronic shutter. So this one, people kind of. Oh, you yeah. can talk. I'm sorry. Oh, this one people kind of bitched about because. Uh, Why? It Because it has an electronic timer. It's not mechanical anymore. It doesn't. When you take the batteries out, it doesn't work anymore. Oh. So, uh, you know, from the beginning of time up until this camera came out. That is 80, what, 3? This was uh, 80. 80, okay. But incredibly, this camera was in production until... Oh, I keep forgetting all my dates now. This was in production until 2000? <sighs> massive. <laughs> I know, this sucks, right? It doesn't say it here. No. But this camera was in production for like 20 years. <laughs> right. Um, relatively unchanged. The only thing that changed the same on the F2 was they update the, um, the viewfinder over the years. But this is one of the later ones. This is the HP. This is what I was saying John would like. The HP is the high point Ooh. viewfinder. And what that means is this was a, a viewfinder that was specifically designed John, for blind up. people. <laughs> yes. For blind people. Whoa. This way, John. 
It's huge. Look it's, at that. It's, the glass is huge on it. But high point. Oh my god. High point means you can hold the camera really far away from your eye and still see the entire. That's it. It's just oh really stiff. God, it's yeah, it's a little stiff. The viewfinder on the camera. Oh, that's awesome. You can hold it an inch away from your eye and it still see the entire. Oh, viewfinder. Really? If you hold a regular yeah, camera up to your it's eye, really, it's really nice. Whoa. So the Micromat went into the F, which came the F2, which came the F3. Well, I got a super, super surprise for folks out there listening who love Nikon. Yay! We're going to up the Nikon ante this show. What show? <laughs> You're not giving these away. Here's Rick. Do it! Here's Rick Paul talking about oh, yeah. Nikon. Take it away, Rick. Greetings, fellow film photographers. This is Rick Paul, your, your resident Nikon guy. Today, I'm here to talk to you about the Nikon F4 the next camera in my continuing review of the uh, Nikon uh, professional camera bodies. The, the Nikon F4 uh, was debuted in 1988. Uh, it had been a long time coming. People were really anxious to get it. Uh, the F3 had been around for a long time already, and people were really excited by the F4. It immediately gained excellent reviews and almost immediately became the camera of choice for professionals around the world. It remained in production uh, even uh, 10 years after its introduction. It was still a a frontline camera of action. Before we look at what makes the F4 unique, let's look at a little bit of its history and uh, where it came from. If you go back to before the F4, uh, we had the F3. The F3 had some limitations they wanted to address in the F4. Biggest one was the F3 was limited to a 180th of a second uh, flash sync speed, and that was just uh, too slow for, for a lot of uh, professional photographers. It also had center-weighted metering system which did require some experience in, in judging the exposure. Thus, there grew a considerable demand for Nikon to develop a new camera with a convenient, reliable matrix metering system, you know, based on the F3. So in 1983, Nikon actually introduced the Nikon FA. This is a smaller, uh, serious amateur body, um, but the Nikon FA was the first Nikon camera to have a matrix metering system. So that was one of the first stepping stones towards the F4. So they really came up with three design goals for a new F3. A higher shutter sync speed, a better metering system, and autofocus. So the F4 is really the first Nikon SLR that resembles what we think of today as a professional SLR. It, it has the, the vertical battery grip, which is an, an option, but most people got it that way. That's called an F4S with the vertical battery grip. Um, the nice thing about the F4 is if you want a smaller body, you can take the battery grip off, put a different battery compartment in the bottom, and have a smaller body. So the, the bare F4 uses four AA batteries in an MB20 battery pack, where the F4S has the MB21 vertical grip and uses six AA batteries, and can achieve 5.7 frames per second. It also gives you that nice vertical shutter release, and that's a, a feature that we take for granted today, but back in 1988 had been a feature that photographers had long been asking for. What are the other innovations in the F4? Well, I think one of the, the greatest ones is, is the shutter. It really has an incredible shutter. It has a shutter balancer that absorbs a small amount of the camera shake that occurs when you press the shutter release button. It's made of tungsten alloy and has a very large specific gravity to absorb that, that shutter motion. Two of the F4 eight shutter blades have epoxy plates made of carbon fiber to reduce the weight and again keep the shake to a minimum. It also has a dual curtain to provide a better light shield. The front and rear curtains minimize light leakage when shooting during like mirror lockup or very bright conditions. The accuracy of the Nikon uh, matrix metering system works for even vertical format photography. That was also an innovation. So when you turn the camera vertical, the matrix metering adjusts and um, 
still gives you accurate exposures, just as it did in the horizontal. One of the big things you'd notice about an F4 is it's quiet. It's very quiet. In fact, when it came out, it was so quiet, you know, fashion models had been used to being shot with the F3, and they could tell when the photographer took a picture because the F3 is quite loud. The models knew, you know, when to change poses based on the shutter click. They knew every click they could move a little bit. The models started complaining about the F4 because it was too quiet. They couldn't tell when the photographer was taking a picture. The F4 is also the first uh, camera that introduced the uh, continuous silent mode. So it, it tries to shoot a little bit slower, a little bit quieter, and delays the mirror coming back down to make things quieter. It's also um, slow and rewinding, so it does it very, very quietly. Some of the base specs of the F4, it has a maximum shutter speed of 1 8,000th of a second, which again is pretty common nowadays on centered cameras. It has an ISO range from 6 to 6400. It's got uh, all the automatic modes you would think of, plus an extra one, um, but it does have aperture priority, shutter priority, program auto, and it has one called program high. Program high, it will try to maintain a high shutter speed as best it can. Continuous shooting, it's got continuous high, continuous low, and the continuous silent mode. It has a nice uh, exposure bias dial right up on top. Uh, it does have a dot, uh, standard uh, dial for your shutter speed. No, no LCDs on this camera. You know, one of the nice things that I really like about the F4 is I really don't think you'll ever hold a sexier camera. It just is a very comfortable camera to hold. It's just got very clean lines. It's just a very, very fun camera to shoot with. Some of the other features, uh, it does have still have a removable prism, so you can change the prism out. You can change the uh, focusing screens out. So all that is still, you know, standard with your, your Nikon professional bodies. So uh, what can you get a Nikon F4S for? Well, I got mine. I have a very pristine one. Mine is practically in mint condition. I was shocked how, how clean this camera was when I got it from KEH. Um, either from KEH or, or on eBay, you should be able to find a nice F4, F4S in very good condition for generally under $300. If you're spending closer to $400, it, it should really be in absolute mint condition. It's a really fantastic fun camera to shoot with. I uh, recommend you go out and check out an F4S if you're looking for a, a really professional, rugged uh, Nikon film body. So that's all for today. Uh, back to you, Michael. We'll be right back right after this quick message. Hey, guys. Hey, what's going on, hey, Mike? Hey. You know, uh, Leslie, uh, you came up with this word, and I think it's true. The FPP is somewhat of a film boutique these days. It is a boutique, otherwise known <laughs> as a boutique in Ohio. <laughs> and it kind of just happened by chance. I started getting very interested in unusual 35-millimeter film, film that's not available in cartridges, film that's only available on bulk big reels, which there is sort of like, a, you know, there's a buzz on the internet, there's a circle on the internet of uh, men and women who roll their own film. I have to tell you, like me, most people don't. Till now. Well, till... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most people don't. I did, and I was scared of the whole process. Mm. But I've conquered that. I've mastered the art of rolling film into cartridges, <laughs> so you can play them in your, <laughs> in your 35 millimeter camera. Yeah. Feed your camera. It's yeah, you can feed your camera, and that opens up a whole new world. The Film Photography Podcast Store, which is filmphotographystore.com, and 35 millimeter. If you click on 35 millimeter, you'll see an unusual variety of films that we are hand rolling, and it's pretty cool. There are some amazing stocks out there for film stock. Stocks that will like. <sighs> 
blow your mind. Something like the Fuji It, which is IT-N. It's a cop- another copy film. It's C41. I believe it has an ISO of 20. I think it's unique that you can get black and white film that's green. Oh, the black and white and black film, and white that's, film green. that's red. Yeah, some some of the films have an unusual U to them. Some are very thin, uh, like the Polypan F. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a silky smooth, dreamy mm, black and white film from Germany. And use you it hold and get it. a glow. Yeah, you get, get your glow on. You do. So if you're shooting a subject or a building and there's a, a good key light, you'll get like a glow. glow. As of late, the newest is, of course, uh, exploring the Eastman Kodak motion picture line of films. Mm-hmm. Like the Eastman Double X. Double, Double X. X. Extra bold. And this is an awesome film because it's rich and it's bold. Large tonal range. Large tonal range. Processing is a standard. Hey, John. Hi, what are we talking about? Uh, FPP store. Oh, Project Double X.org. Oh, Project Double X. Project hyphen double hyphen X.org. If you double hyphen. If you Google yeah. Eastman Double X five two two two, you will get the site. This is a very it's, it's a very elaborate. Yes. The Google. It's a very well His- thought history out history about developing data formulas, examples, resources, suppliers. This is one of the exciting films in the uh, hand rolled FPP film Bodicue. What are you saying, <laughs> Bodicue? What does that mean? Boutique. Uh, Folks out there listening, we ship internationally. I would love to ship you some some fresh, unusual film uh, for you to try in your 35mm camera. Mm-hmm. We're here to support you and help you out, so if you have any questions about it, we're going to do our best color. We can send right over to our good friends at thedarkroom.com. Thanks, and filmphotographystore.com. Hey, we're back. Here's a letter from Matthew. What's he say? says, how to pronounce your name? Polaroid 250. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. What does that say? We got yes, a joker here. Yep. says, email address. Flickr name is Burnt Comers. <laughs> says, subject, podcast feedback. Message. Oh, shit. No. It says that. Wow. Oh, it does. 100 episodes. Good job. And thank you. My name is Matthew. I live in Tampa, Florida. Sadly, no, I don't know the track, who the track man is. Then he's not a real resident of Florida. Hey! He lives probably two blocks from the track, man. <laughs> but I would love to hear Tracky's voice in person one day. Hey! <laughs> I hope I am somewhere and hear him and that, hey! <laughs> so I've listened to the podcast from front to back, back to front, inside, outside, and upside down, but I'm not sure if you have you ever discussed this topic. Camera faux pas, snafus, or F-U-C-P. I dropped my camera. What's that mean, F-U-C-P? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys have horror Ooh. stories from camera drops or oh shit moments? I've dropped a camera right on this lens. Oh, uh, did it bust? Yeah. <laughs> it's heartbreaking because you're like you're going out the door and you just Aww. do you just dro- you just do a stupid thing like you can't believe that you dropped it. It's mm-hmm. like eating blueberry pie in your favorite dress. <laughs> <laughs> have you broken anything, Mark? I, I got really lucky. I, I went to the studio one day, and I had my Mamiya 645 caught up oh. by your pink. Oh, that was no, a And I tucked it in my shoulder bag next to me on the seat. And when I got out of the car, I grabbed my bag and lifted it out. But it hadn't gotten completely in, so it rolled out and fell on oh, the street right on the lens. Oh, my God. Meatball. But I had a, I had a rubber lens hood in it. Just <laughs> like the lens hood took the damage, and Hit the thank right God it didn't, yeah. didn't hurt the camera. Yeah. But yeah, for 
three seconds, I was like, oh, my Game? God. Did you break that, anything? Is that like the, it must uh, be one of the worst feelings in the world. Like, oh. Yeah. Okay, what else is best? So, yeah, I dropped the kids, but right. I never dropped the camera. I dropped the kids. No, I never dropped my kids. Uh, the reason I ask is because I dropped my Polaroid 250 in a creek trying to pull a negative that blew into the Trying to pull a negative that blew into the water. I don't litter, just like it says on the back of the manuel. On the directions for your camera, it says when you peel the, the film, don't, don't throw away. Yeah, right. don't litter. So okay. that's, that's what he's talking and about. And as I leaned over, my camera fell out of my Polaroid bag into six inches of water. It was heartbreaking, but I did get a cool shot. I've seen deeper water than that. Yeah. I have since cleaned and currently have the aperture housing in a bag of rice. Oh, in that's hopes good, right? to dry oh. it out. I think the breadboard got wet and the electric eye isn't working. Trigger button opens and closes the shutter. But the electric eye doesn't work. I guess I will always have a really nice Polahoga. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Matthew. That's from Matthew. The <clears throat> electronics on, in those are so <clears throat> simple. I can't believe that it won't come back to life after it dries. There's not much going on in there. Yeah. Well, Hair dryer. Could do that. I mean, it's easy. Uh, yeah, I don't know how, much, how far he took it apart, but it's easy to get the front <clears throat> off and get to the, the circuit board. And just blow it out with a hairdryer, blow it out with compressed air, and yeah. Hey, you know, <clears throat> yeah, guys, I'm yeah. only I'm only gonna touch upon it this show, but I've been going crazy shooting. Yeah, I mentioned an email. Like I just can't. Like every day I'm out shooting. Good for you. Because it's just so exciting. I've been shooting on. I brought a little sample here. Microfilm. Whoa. And now it's yellow. I've seen smaller film than that. Now, thanks to our good friend Dan, known as Nano Burger on Flickr. Right. You friends with Nano yeah, Burger? Yeah, yeah. He also does st- put stuff on instructables. Yep. Uh he hit me to shooting it's very difficult to find microfilm that is uh perforated for your thirty five millimeter mm. camera. There's one or two, but Yeah, difficult. there's no sh- there's no sprockets on that. No sprockets. So So what do you do with it? Dan Party com- favors? Well I'm gonna tell Streamers? you. Streamers? Dan kindly sent me Kodak Duplicating oh. Microfilm 246... Two, four, no, no, actually, I bought this. <laughs> See how excited I am? Can you get Mike another beer? This is <laughs> Kodak Direct Duplicating Microfilm 2468. This is sprocketed. 10, 12, 14, 16. Who do you appreciate? This is perforated. Dan sent me a can of this non-perforated. What do you do with that? I'm trying to think of what you would do with it. I know what you do with that. You use it on your rangefinder to make the other uh, triangle show. <laughs> you cut squares out, yeah. Dan hit me that, to... Actually. There's a Canon EOS <laughs> camera, the Canon EOS 10S, that you could put this film in, and then the it camera... Need sprockets? Doesn't need sprockets. Oh, it's not possible. Wow. Isn't that amazing? But what other applications... <laughs> why was that created in the first place without sprockets? Because it's not designed to use in a camera. What's nah. it designed to use? Make microfilm. Oh. Like when you microfilm when you go to library back oh, in the day. Yeah, oh, yeah, microfiche. microfiche. Yeah. Oh, so they print stuff on it yep. for viewing. Wow. The archival life is 500 years. Oh wow. God. Yeah. That's awesome. Isn't that wild? It's a lot of years. And you, you, so when are you going to start How do they know? some of that together? I mean, roll it to 120. Exactly. <laughs> this could be rolled it to 120. Yeah, no, but right. I mean, how do they know it's going to last 500 years? Kodak, 500 years sure. have passed since they Kodak, created I'm it. Kodak, I'm sure, puts a lot of energy and money into research. Of course, beautifully, <laughs> in 828. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be great. Yeah, because I have I, some Yeah, of those. I was going to ask about that, actually. That would be beautiful. I just got my first 828 camera, so. Oh, cool. Ready to go. And yeah. Also, he. This is Dan. He hit Dan. me to this Fujifilm HR2. Hi. Uh-huh. This is. I don't know what the color is. This Hi. is 25 ASA Hi. as opposed to the 0.8 ASA. Okay. Hi. Hi. You guys say. And you can still get all that. You can go to B and H right now and order that. I that looks he, brand new. I think the HR2 you can get online. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You guys. Uh, yeah. Use ASA or ISO? What do you guys I use? I use ISO. I don't know. I just oh, say they're them. different things. Depends. Oh, no, what do you, whoa. 
I, I, now we're just off the top of our heads here. We're talking about we're it. Just so guys I'm talking. not an expert and I don't want to sound like a moron, but as far as I recall, way back in the day, it was DIN. Mm-hmm. They changed that standard to ASA and then the ASA standard was changed to ISO. But the ASA numbers and the ISOs pretty much correlate with each other. Okay. Yeah. But technically, you should be saying ISO. I, I should go ISO now. The new standard. Okay, from this okay. moment forward, mm. I am going to call it ISO. Let's ASA do that. just makes you sound like you're a cute old man when you say it. That's all. <laughs> cute old it's man. like calling the, the microwave the VCR. John, uh, did you know yeah. that the Canon EOS you have? Yes, I did. You That's dial- why you gave me that camera in the first place. You could dial down to six. Yes. That's crazy. That's, That's why, because you gave me the, the, the six ASA, or I'm sorry, ISO. <laughs> Did you shoot like, it yet? Here's the Canon EOS. No, I haven't. It's the Kodak 2366. Yeah, I haven't planned. Oh, you know what? I'm going to, to, on vacation to the beach. So Perfect. Mm, perfect. That. Yeah, it'll be good. Do that. Oh, the F3 goes down to 12. I'm definitely bringing that And you'll stuff. have the zoom. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah. We're going to hear more about this because... <laughs> You know, by the time we, uh, I'm going to be, you know, I'm getting lots of film back. I'm going to bring it with me mm. to Finlay. And Sweet. Our shows in Finlay, we're going to be talking about this crazy microphone. Wait, wait, wait. What show? Yeah, exactly. So, also, yeah, of course my goal is to get these two, you folks. Yeah. To start. Do some test running. Oh, yeah. Do some test runs. And a big thank you out there to all the folks out there who have been test shooting film for us. Alex L. Alex Lauks, who does that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Who came? Who uh, a Civil film. War recreationist? Yes, I think he may do War of eighteen twelve. <gasps> Is that Sorry, true, Alex? It, it may be. Yeah, maybe. I bet he does both. He's pretty hardcore. Is he Mr. Notes? Mr. Notes. Yeah, he came does to the show notes. Came to smooth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show notes. No, I mean Mr. Notes because he's got these. He's just so oh, good. At it. He's he was like, taking. It's brilliant. Every time he take a picture, you should have seen it. Look, it was just like. I was like, man, it's it's like he no, should post no. his notes like as like he has very as, good like, handwriting. Piece, like, yes. as, like pieces in their own. His yeah. last his last show notes I'm listed as Dark Delzo, but Dark. I kind of liked it. Thanks to Mike up in Canada, our good friend John yeah. Meadows. Yeah, Leslie's been testing film. Mm. From big the, shout out to Leslie. She is so awesome. Yes, Leslie's her, awesome. Her, oh, her, yeah. her, Leslie and her big brain and her deep uh, knowledge of film and development and all that stuff. Oh, She's oh, yeah. dedicated. She's awesome. Yep, and uh, all the other folks out there who have been testing film, appreciate it, and I'm really happy to be on the bandwagon because, you know, this stuff, those wacky films, it does give you a different look. Yeah, yep, that's what I go for. And, yeah. you know, I, I have been hitting stumbling blocks, as I've discussed on past shows, like going out with a blue-sensitive film and putting mm-hmm. a yellow filter, which blocks all your blue light and coming coming back with blank. You know, you oh, yeah. process yeah. it oh, as that blank. That sounds like something I would have done. They're like, this guy's dumb. It's sort of like very <laughs> technical <laughs> yeah, film. Being used by a complete non-technical guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, non-technical guy is a nice way of saying idiot. (laughs) 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 No, but you know what? At least you're experimenting with it. You have the guts to go out and try different things. Use the film. Yeah, use the film. Use the medium. That's the way I see it. Well, now you're talking about dropping cameras. What is your heartache like when you get a roll of film back that you've been experimenting with and it's... Blank. It's depressing, you know. Do you, I mean, do you does your heart sink, or are you like no? Oh, because man. I don't use that film for very special right. events. Right, you're not shooting once in a lifetime I shots tend, with it. You're I just tend to shoot the same locations. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at my Flickr stream, yeah, you see so, like, so, oh so. man, Mike's really tree happy. He likes yeah. that tree. Like, oh, yeah, Mike and his trees. Ooh, ooh, look at that. That's like Dan and I with the studio. We have yeah, like there's so many pictures stupid of the same pictures. guitar. That stupid orange sitar hanging <laughs> on the ceiling. <laughs> that clown on the window. Yeah, yeah the clown on the window sill. Exactly. Yeah, it gets a lot of press. The pirate guy. The pirate guy with the, the Mac yeah. 36 abs. <laughs> 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 He's got a 36 pack. 
That's it, man. But uh, hey, we're winding down. That's oh, it. really? Yeah. You know, I wanted to ask real quick. Yes. I don't know why I thought of this because I've been listening to the band Big Country lately. For yes. some reason, I got Country. totally hooked on Big, and now I'm like listening to it incessantly. And I haven't <laughs> listened to them ten years easily. I would have said thirty. So I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm too geeky. I, I I come back to stuff. So I'm wondering with you guys who have tons of cameras. Do you find yourself drawn back to cameras like that? Oh, yeah. Well, you'll, you'll see a yep. camera and you go like, oh, yeah, this camera. And you'll That's start it. shooting with it incessantly yeah. for, you know, small periods. Friend. That's like it. Friend. Exactly. Like, oh, and oh, it's the exact, and you're right back there. This is, the Russian ones are like that. The, uh, the, uh, well, that's how I am with this camera yeah. right now. I'm shooting this camera yep. exclusively. The, like the Shmina is the one that's for me like that. Shmina, yeah. Shmina, how you doing? Hey. It's got it's it's one that's like uh, because I've taken it on a few trips or something, and every time you get it out, you, you remember those pictures you took when you're on that trip. Yeah, you're like, see, Ooh, I'm gonna take some of that, and you kind of you have these flashbacks of where you were when you took the picture. Even if you have a lot of cameras, Ooh. you still have that weird little turquoise thing. And you're like, I know that. I took that picture of that train light with, down in Baltimore. Yeah. I just uh, actually earlier this week, coincidentally, I just sort of went went through and rearranged all the cameras. And I was looking for something, and I found a bunch of stuff that I had completely forgotten I even mm. owned, like the the Pax, the Helena thirty five X. Break them out, like all these wacky old camera, the uh, AKA Rel. And I was like, Oh yeah, this thing is so crazy! Awesome, I, you don't want to shoot this again. So yeah, same. Yeah, definitely. but you got to pull it out. You got to rescue. Well, it. the the problem the problem is, as much as I want to shoot those wacky old cameras, I have like fifteen cameras that have film in them already. <laughs> And I'm trying to finish them off. That is such an insane statement. Do you realize that? I have 15 cameras with film in them at the moment. I still have cameras with film in it from, that's the, from the UK trip in 2012. Oh, my God. Oh, that well, well, no, that's insane. Why don't you, you, you don't allocate time where you're like, okay, I'm going to go out and shoot for an hour on my lunch hour or something like that. But since the since we just had that winter from Game of Thrones that lasted like six years. Yeah, yes, no kidding. We have just haven't been... No. Motivated to go and shoot. I haven't anything. been. I haven't been motivated at all this winter to shoot outside. Yeah, I find it jarring to see Dane post pictures from like two years ago. Yeah, yeah he just put up UK stuff because yeah. yeah. it's just like, oh my god, and two you know, years it's funny ago. Is I, when I put him in, I, it's great and everything, but it's still for me. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I remember that. I remember being there. For me, yeah. it's about just uh, taking it's a picture. Good, it's really, it's like I just want to. I want to work good. with the camera. But it's not current. So yeah. what? I'm not. Yeah, but you get to I relive it again. I got my whole life to get later. pictures up there. Exactly. I, don't care. I have a camera sitting right on the corner of my bench that I see every day. That uh, I remember. It's a 120, like a faux TLR Argus that I put film in. I oh. took two pictures of Darren standing outside the diner here, <laughs> the Pompton Queen, oh whatever, wherever we were. That was quite. And that's the time. last time I used that camera. And I know that those are the pictures that are in it. So yeah. someday in the distant future. Pictures of Darren standing in front of wow. an American diner will pop up. And That's know. awesome. Wow, we should uh, finish off the roll in front of a diner. I know. It should just be diner pictures. Yeah. For folks out there listening, you know, we play sometimes intro music and outro music. I, I think you should know. You, if you don't know, you should know. That music is actually played by the guys here at the FPP. That's right. Oh, yeah. I was really, really digging the surf tunes you did. I've been using oh, cool. those intros and outros. Oh, nice. Yeah, For right. those folks listening, take a little listen to this little clip. Now, that's these guys. It's John, Mark, Dane, and a few of the... And a bunch Kevin of other people. from the Pink Delicates. Right, and a few yeah. of the other guys... Kanichi. Yeah. ...actually playing no, that Kenichi, music. So it's really, I mean, that's why I infuse music into the podcast. And many times also, we're just talking about Darren, our good friend Darren Ballard, Ballard. Riley, Mr. Pop himself. Yeah. Pop Ballard. 
He just Damn. he just split off into a new bubblegum. Uncle, Uncle Poncho's <laughs> Uncle Poncho's <laughs> bubblegum machine. Yeah, it's yeah right, right. <laughs> is that what it's called? Uncle Uncle Poncho's uh, sweet sweet bubblegum. He's a very talented yeah. singer songwriter yeah. in his own right. Yeah. And we have a co collaboration out. That's EP right. between the Smooth Sailors and Ballard. Yes, Everyone where we loves did the music and we did a couple of his songs and a couple of songs that we did at Smooth that he then put lyrics to and sang over. We have a special Dropbox folder that we trade yes, files we back and yes. forth. Yeah. Yeah. and of course Darren organized. And I think that's available. Yes, yes, that's right. And, and the proceeds, proceeds benefit the FPP. Right. Why aren't you All mentioning proceeds. this? Right. I'm yeah. men- we're mentioning it right now. Oh, okay. There you go. And of course Darren organized the the. Uh, uh, FPP walks the, the walks in the UK. Oh, that's yes. right. 2011 the, and 2012. 2012 walks, yeah. Yeah. Big success. Mm-hmm. Big success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of successes, we're, we're going to get on the road, go to yep. Finlay, Ohio. We have more than 50 people showing up. If that's we cool. don't hit the Waffle House on the way out there, I'll be very PO'd. <laughs> As Matt calls we'll it, you mean the Awful House. It oh. is the Awful House, Love but you know what? Awful I don't house? live there, so... <laughs> you know, it's funny. Can I tell you a quick story? Yeah. There was a, there's a place down in Wildwood called the Lobster House. Yes. Which is very popular. You have to wait like an hour and a half, two hours to get a seat to go in there. Okay. They were so popular, they opened up another restaurant across the street. Yes. I forget what the name of it was. And there was no waiting line to get in there. We're like, oh my God, it's owned and operated by a lobster house. We'll go in there. So we went in there to eat. The meal was so awful. At the end of the meal, my wife goes, they should call this the Lobster Outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it awful? It was just terrible. It closed. It has since closed. Was it the same people running it? It was the, it owned and operated like by the, the same people. Yeah, but it was a different street. menu. I, oh. Maybe it was like the day old food. Right. <laughs> everything's, everything's a stew, an omelet, or a... So no. We can mark all the stuff we have to hit. <laughs> Waffle it was, House. It was awful. What's the other now one? Now it's called Lucky Bones. Lucky Cracker Bones. Barrel. <laughs> it's um, called Lucky Bones, yeah. There's a truck stop called Love's. You ever hear that on the highway? Loves huge. All right. Well, hey, we're are we taking out? Are, are we we're we're taking the key highway? Whatever you call it, are we taking that one? Oh, Route sixty six. No, no. There's the one that's called, they called the key highway that goes all the way to goes all the way to San Francisco. It's like, it's like one road that goes right. Yeah. Th- yeah, And there's one that goes all the way there, but you can either take the interstate or you can also Don't take. They take the yeah, old school. eighty, right? Yeah, but you can also take. I forget what it's called. Somebody said there's a documentary. We should just out take on the it. side roads. But nothing, they're repairing nothing it. over well, 35 have, miles. I an do hour. have to. Oh, Jesus, inf- we'll have to leave on Wednesday. I now. do have to inform <laughs> you guys. It does take just take the highway. The freeway takes nine hours. Right. So yeah. I don't know if you want to take any slow roads. I'll be driving. I, I, I'm, it's oh, okay. will you be putting us on the? Do you need my license so we could also drive? Or no, you? for real? He likes to drive. I'm, you're not driving. You, you really drive like the to whole drive? Way? Are you insane? Yeah. Why? Who the heck wants to drive, John? How many miles is it? Nine, nine hours nine worth. Nine hours worth. <laughs> Must be 500 Five or six miles at least. It's got to be nearly <laughs> okay. six Well, because we used to, when we went on the road with, yeah, we went with to the track man, hey! Hey! <laughs> and uh, who else? Mark Lucy. Mark Lucy. We'd do like three, four hundred mile shifts. Yeah. Everybody would shift. And we had two guys. It was two shifts. So one guy would go in the driver's seat. One guy would become the passenger. Right. Or, so he would keep the other guy awake and... Wow. Have the music, I'm and then it would rotate. Huh. Then the passenger would be c- go in the back so he could mess around. Yeah, and I mean, well, I got used to beer. driving from Delaware to Ottawa and back, which is eight, eight hours or so. So I got used to just doing that. Well, God I'm bless thrilled. you. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, He's made the trip so many times that to be able to yeah. not to drive at oh, all. Well, I mean, yeah, if Dane or John, if you want to drive, that's cool. Yeah, yeah no, I can, I can, I can totally drive. Yeah. Okay, but you have you need our licenses, right? Mike not is you. 
Why not just, me? I don't. You scare me. I'm man. over 25. <laughs> you scare me, man. <laughs> hey, man, we're gonna see you in Finlay, Ohio, and if not, maybe not. We might hours. all be dead. Come back in two weeks, and you could hear. A show recorded right there. It's going to be a lot of hooting and hollering. Oh. Live studio audience. That's going to be awesome. Two weeks. Two weeks. Like, you sound like a parrot. Like mouse traps. Stuff to like shut you guys up. Now like, we'll, be sudden, we'll be good. We'll be good. Oh, wait. Are you going to get us those little Britney Spear head mount things so we can all walk around? Like, ah, it'll be great. And we'll all just be walking around doing prep PowerPoint They'll be electrified, though, so when you start talking yeah, to it, <laughs> just put feedback in here. Drop drop buttons for all of us. Right. Like this. Do that again, Hey, uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. You sound like a parrot.
<laughs> World famous, the track man. And no, hang on. Jennifer's the girl you used to see around the place, but now she's gone. Yes, she's gone to that great gig in the sky. She never had the chance to say goodbye. Oh, Jennifer, why did you have to die? Every Monday morning she would cross the busy road to get her coffee. She liked it strong, always waited for the lights. But one day she just didn't see that bike. Oh, Jennifer, it gave you such a fright. Jennifer, I wonder if you're listening to this song. Never had the chance to say I loved you all along. I watched you every single morning. You saw the bike, you didn't hear my warning. Jennifer's a girl you used to see around the place, but now she's gone. Yeah, she's gone to the great gig in the sky. I'd love to see you when it's time to die. I sold the bike. I must apologize. Shit.
sheesh. 